The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story Living with Lupus Podcast. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Monday, September 28th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. You know, we're not going to talk about lupus today, but what I want to talk to you about is what's going on here in the United States and how you can make a change. I don't want you to feel that your vote does not count because it does. So you know what I want you to do this morning. Go grab your cup of coffee your cup of tea, and if you're going to listen late at night, good evening, grab your favorite glass of wine, and come on and join this very important conversation about diversity, racism, and getting out to vote, right here on My Story, Living with lupus podcast and i would like to welcome all my listeners on spoon now as i stated um going to start off with the Voting Rights Act. How many of you really understand what the Voting Rights Act of 1965 is? It is a landmark piece of federal legislation in the United States that prohibits racial discrimination in voting. It was signed into law by President Lyndon Johnson. Now, Johnson, during the height of the Civil Rights Movement, on August the 6th, 1965, and Congress later amended the act five times to expand its protection. You know, we live in a diverse um, nation. Now, the concept of diversity 
encompasses acceptance and respect. It means understanding that each individual is unique and recognizing our individual differences. These can be along the dimensions of race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, age, physical abilities, religious beliefs, political beliefs, or other ideologies. It is the exploration of these differences in a safe, positive, and nurturing environment. It is about understanding each other and moving beyond simple tolerance to embracing and celebrating the rich dimensions of diversity contained with each individual. We are living in the height of racial intense climate. And what I mean by that is that racism is alive and well. Racism is the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior to another, that a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics. Racial separation is the belief most of the time based on racism. The different races should remain segregated and apart from one another. Racism has existed throughout human history and you're living it now. It may be defined as hatred of one person by another or the belief that another person is less than human because of skin color, language, customs, place of birth, or any factor that supposedly reveals the basic nature of that person. It has influenced wars, slavery, the formation of nations, and legal codes. The most notorious example of racism by the West has been slavery, particularly the enslavement of Africans in the New World. Slavery itself dates back thousands of years. This enslavement was accomplished because of the racist beliefs that black Africans were less fully human than white Europeans and their descendants. Look, we live in a systemic 
racist society here in the United States. Now, systemic racism is all around us. And within us, systemic racism is both a theoretical concept and a reality. As a theory, it is premised on the research supported claim that the United States was founded as a racist society. That racism is thus embedded in all social institutions, structures, and social relations within our society. Come on, people. We are living in a racist time. Now, this racial dilemma poses a serious problem for white America. Civil war between whites on the one hand, a race war between the whites and their 20 millions enslaves on the other hand. And the entire dark world is watching, waiting to see what the American government will do to solve this problem once and for all. Yes, racism is alive and well, and it really has never left. It was just pushed up under the rug. And the prime example is Brianna Taylor. You mean to tell me that only one cop was convicted. She became a casualty, as they stated. No, we have to realize that she was not a casualty. She was a human being. That was someone's daughter, someone's sister, someone's aunt, someone's niece, someone's grandchild. This has been a year of racial, how can I put this, racial tension. And no one can really answer the question, what is it that you are so uncomfortable with, with the color of our skin? that you have to kill us all. Now, we have some listeners on Spoon. And one listener states, wait, no, no, Trump is good. Trump is great. Trump is great for who? And for what? Ever since that man has been in office, this country, has gone crazy. Now, let's not forget, this is the man who 
kept the coronavirus a secret because he did not want to cause a panic. This is the man who has just reported, well, it has just come out by New York Times, has not paid taxes in 10 to 15 years, but if that would have been Joe Plummer, he would have been locked up for tax evasion. Everyone knows that this man was not fit to become the president of the United States. Now, here's another listener on Spoon who states that if I had to kill you, all I'll fucking get chicken and throw it into the gas chamber. Well, you know what? This individual needs to go back to school and learn grammar correctly. No, not all white people hate black people. We're not talking about that. We're talking about getting out to vote. And to you, sir or madam, In your case, it'll be, let's make America great again. When was America not great? We're not saying that all white people, I'm discussing this, my listening audience, with a listener on Spoon. We're not talking about all white people are bad. We're living in a racial climate right now where African-American people are being picked off. And when I say picked off in numbers, there is injustice in a so-called justice society. We know that there's two types of justice systems, one for whites and one for blacks. And when it gets down to voting, I don't want you to think that your vote does not count. It does. Hey, look at it this way. Brianna Taylor is on the ballot. If you can do the savage challenge, do it by casting your ballot. Be a savage by casting your ballot. If you can do the tap in challenge, tap in and cast your ballot. Your vote counts. Your vote counts. It makes a difference. And I am asking you today to remember the Brianna Taylors, the George Floyds, the Trayvon Martins, the Sandra Blands. The list goes on and on. Orlando Castile. It's, it's nothing new. 
I had a conversation with someone last night. It's nothing new that they have been doing this. Yes, there's good and there is dirty cops. This has been going on for ages and ages. Let's show up and show out and bring about a change. Let's all get into that good trouble like John Lewis stated. Here was a man who was beat for trying to have the same rights as someone else. So let's get into that good trouble and vote. This is no time to be playing, talking about, I'm not getting out and vote. You don't have to get out. Request your ballot. Request your absentee ballot. And if you are not registered to vote, get registered to vote. If you don't know how to, you can go to your city clerk's office and they'll help you get registered to vote. But racism is alive and well. Be a savage and cast your vote. Tap in and cast your vote. You know, um, if you can go out and do make time to do anything else, you can make time to get out and vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm telling you, you need to vote in the words of First Lady Michelle Obama. Vote like your life depends on it because we cannot take another four years of what has been going on in this country. Also, you have a choice to vote all of the ones in Congress that you see that is sitting back and letting this individual do what he's doing. And they don't have the guts, the balls, the integrity to stand up and say no more. I really don't know who's worse, Nixon or who's in office now, or if you can put them both in the same category. Sure, he uses a lot of propaganda to play with the American people's mind, just like the coronavirus. Oh, it doesn't affect the young, their immune systems are strong and great. But common sense would tell you that it affects everybody.
oh, I'll have a uh, a vaccine before a week. He just wants your vote. He's playing mind games. You know, even Stevie Wonder or a pimp that's on the corner would tell you that. He is trying to pimp the American people to let him in for another four years. Now it is up to the American people to either sit back and say you don't care or to get up and say no more. We have had individuals who have died for us to have the right to vote. If you have a grandparent who is living and lived through the civil rights era, they would be able to tell you better than me how living was. You can drink out of a certain water fountain. You can sit at a counter at a restaurant because the color of your skin. Now we have reverted back to a situation that has pushed us, a person has pushed us way back until, well, let's say into the 1940s, 30s, 50s, and 60s. But let's make America great again. What do you really think that means? Everyone has their own definition about America being great. You know what, to tell you the truth, this wasn't our country in the first place. It belonged to Native Americans. They stole it from the Native Americans. So we are all immigrants living on someone else's land. But you have certain groups who claim this is my country. No, it is not. Let's be for real. It's the Native Americans. And we're living on their land. So, how can you make America great again when you stole this land from the Native Americans and you decided, oh, I'm going to say it's mine? Get out and vote. We are headed in the wrong direction. The economy sucks. Every time this person touches a business, it goes bankrupt. Now you look at the country, you have how many millions that are still unemployed? You have people who are losing their homes, being set out, being foreclosed on. They don't know how they're gonna feed their children. They don't know where their next dollar is. 
coming from, but let's make America great. Yeah. You, like I stated, I can't tell you who to vote for, but I need you to get out and be a savage and tap in and vote. From 18 to 100 years old, y'all get out and vote. We have watched on TV how peaceful protesters have been beaten by police. We've seen it so that he could walk over to a church and with a Bible in his hand turned upside down. That lets you know right there what you're dealing with. And you know, another thing I noticed, you see all the other presidents at the end of their speech or whatever they're doing, they say, God bless and God bless America. Have you heard those words come out of this man's mouth? Hello, make a savage move and vote. I am not saying that, and I want to make this clear, all white people are the same, but who is in office right now is a poster boy for the KKK, and we have seen that. He's the poster boy. Is that something that you can be proud of? Knowing that he really don't give less than two dimes about you. It's all about what he can be. He wants to be a dictator. He wants to be a king. People, come on. You know, if you were a child growing up and you had the little green army man and I can picture him sitting in on the floor in his living room as a child playing with the little green army man talking about I'm the ruler of you all. Tap in and vote. There exists some type of problem with this person. Mental problem. Will he relinquish power easily? No. You would probably have to have the FBI, Washington police, White House Police Secret Service to take him out screaming like a child. He will not concede easily. Tap in and vote. Be a savage and cast your vote 
early. We are all intelligent human beings. He state that he had did more for his blacks. Is that, is that what he's called us? The blacks than any other president. Yes, you have, because you have set us right back into slavery, but a different kind in a different way. Open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. You have, look at the people who, who he has appointed to his cabinet. Dr. Ben Carson um, served right here at a Detroit area hospital. They got rid of him. Betsy DeVos. What is she, Secretary of Education? She needs to get an education. Oh, yeah, she's making certain that a certain group receives funding while the other's group goes lagging. Tap in. Vote. Get your ballots and say, let's get ready to clean house. Tap in and vote. We cannot endure another four more years. You have more people of all colors receiving free food. I watch as I drive down the street. And look at the lines. You have whites, blacks, Mexicans, Chinese, all diversities that are in the food line for free food because they're out of work. You have people living in their cars. Come on, people. Tap in and vote. Be a savage and show what being a savage really means by getting out and vote. And don't forget, Breonna Taylor is on the ballot. George Floyd is on the ballot. Orlando Castile is on the ballot. Trayvon Martin is on the ballot. Sandra Bland is on the ballot. Get up, get out, and whatever you do, vote and stop listening to the propaganda you hear coming out of this person's mouth that is sitting in the White House. Get out and vote. And please don't forget this land is not our land. This land belongs to Native Americans. My grandmother who was Native American. I'm Susan Hendricks for my story, Living with Lupus. Thank you for joining.
If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. and opinions expressed on my story living with lupus podcast represents each person's individual experience by listening to this podcast or reading our blog you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others as always Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved.